This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of collagen from the basic science section on orthobullets.com. Collagen is a naturally occurring family of proteins, and over 25 types of collagen have been described. Collagen makes up the most abundant type of protein found in humans. Approximately 25% of the whole body protein content is composed of some type of collagen. Collagen is found in multiple tissues like cartilage, tendon, bone, ligament, and skin. Multiple different forms of collagen exist, each with different biomechanical properties suited to the environment in which that form is expressed. Collagen is made of elongated fibrils formed by fibroblast cells. Again, collagen is made of elongated fibrils formed by fibroblast cells. The synthesis of collagen is unique in that it occurs both inside and outside the cell. Now, let's talk about the biochemistry of collagen. We'll specifically go over the composition as well as the formation of collagen fibers. As far as composition, collagen is composed of a triple helix of two alpha-1 chains and one alpha-2 chain. Again, collagen is composed of a triple helix of two alpha-1 chains and one alpha-2 chain. Several common amino acid sequences are found in collagen, including glycine X-hydroxyproline and glycine proline X. As far as the formation of collagen fibers, first you have alpha chains, specifically three alpha chains or two alpha-1 and one alpha-2 chains that are formed. Second, you have procollagen, specifically two alpha-1 and one alpha-2 chains combined to form procollagen. Third, you have tropocollagen, where procollagen is processed by extracellular protein modification into a tropocollagen molecule after being expressed from the Golgi apparatus. Fourth, you have a collagen fibril, where aldehyde formation on tropocollagen lysine and hydroxylysine allow for covalent bonding between tropocollagen molecules forming the collagen fibril. And finally, fifth, you have a collagen fiber, where multiple collagen fibrils aggregate to form a collagen fiber. So again, one, you have alpha chains, two, procollagen, three, tropocollagen, four, collagen fibril, and five, collagen fiber. Now let's go over the different types of collagen and the tissues that they are found in. Bone contains type 1 collagen. Ligaments also contain type 1 collagen. Tendons contain type 1 collagen. The meniscus contains type 1 collagen. And the annulus of the disc contains type 1 collagen. So bone, ligament, tendon, meniscus, and the annulus of the disc all contain type 1 collagen. The nucleus pulposus of the disc contains type 2 collagen. Articular cartilage contains type 2 collagen, type 5 collagen, type 6 collagen, and type 9 collagen. So again, articular cartilage contains type 2 collagen, type 5 collagen, type 6 collagen, and type 9 collagen. The basement membrane of cartilage contains type 4 collagen. The deep calcified layer of cartilage contains type 1 collagen and type 10 collagen. Reparative or fibrocartilage contains type 1 collagen and type 2 collagen. Skin contains type 1 collagen and type 3 collagen. Blood vessels contain type 3 collagen. The epithelial basement membrane contains type 7 collagen and type 8 collagen. Finally, a collagen lattice contains type 11 collagen. Now let's go over these different types of collagen in a bit more detail. 
Starting with type 1 collagen, this accounts for more than 90% of the total collagen content in the body. Once again, it is found in bone, ligament, tendon, meniscus, the annulus of the intervertebral discs, skin, healed cartilage, scar tissue, and nerves. Related clinical conditions with type 1 collagen include osteogenesis imperfecta and Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which you can learn more about in those specific podcast episodes. Moving on to type 2 collagen, this is found in articular or hyaline cartilage, as well as the nucleus pulposus of the intervertebral discs. Remember that type 2 collagen has a very long half-life. Type 3 collagen is found in skin and blood vessels. Related clinical conditions include Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and Dupuytren's contracture. Again, related clinical conditions with type 3 collagen defects include Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and Dupuytren's contracture, which you can learn more about in those particular podcast episodes. Moving on to type 4 collagen, this is found in basement membranes, and related clinical conditions include renal diseases like good pastures and Alport syndromes. Moving on to type 5, type 6, and type 9 collagen, these occur in small amounts in articular cartilage. A type 9 collagen gene deletion is linked to the development of osteoarthritis in women and in knockout mice. Again, a type 9 collagen gene deletion is linked to development of osteoarthritis in women and in knockout mice. Mutations in collagen 9A1, collagen 9A2, and collagen 9A3 have been linked to multiple epiphyseal dysplasia. Again, mutations in collagen 9A1, collagen 9A2, and collagen 9A3 have been linked to multiple epiphyseal dysplasia. However, keep in mind that 70% of multiple epiphyseal dysplasia is associated with COMP, which is short for cartilage oligomeric matrix protein. Again, 70% of multiple epiphyseal dysplasia is associated with COMP or cartilage oligomeric matrix protein. Multiple epiphyseal dysplasia is characterized by fragmented ossific centers, coxivara hips, genuvalgum, and shortened, stunted metacarpals. Moving on to type 7 and type 8 collagen, these are found in the epithelial basement membrane. Moving on to type 10 collagen, this is found in the deep calcified layer of cartilage. It is produced only by hypertrophic chondrocytes during enchondral ossification. Again, type 10 collagen is produced only by hypertrophic chondrocytes during enchondral ossification. It's found in the growth plate, fracture callus, and heterotopic ossification. Remember that type 10 collagen is associated with calcification of cartilage in the deep zone of articular cartilage. Type 10 collagen is increased in early arthritis. Again, type 10 collagen is increased in early arthritis. And as far as related clinical conditions, the one to know is Schmid metaphyseal chondrodysplasia, which you can learn more about in that particular podcast episode. Finally, moving on to type 11 collagen, this is an adhesive with the function of holding the collagen lattice together in cartilage. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, Type 1 collagen fibers and peripheral nerves are primarily responsible for which of the following? And the choices are 1. Conduction strength 2. Tensile strength 3. Conduction velocity 4. Compressive strength and 5. Cross linkage The correct answer to this question is 2. Tensile strength 
so type 1 collagen fibers are most responsible for the tensile strength of a peripheral nerve. Type 1 collagen is the most abundant collagen of the human body, which forms large eosinophilic fibers known as collagen fibers. It is present in scar tissue, the end product when the tissue heals by repair, as well as tendons, ligaments, the endomesium of myofibrils, the organic part of bone, the dermis, the dentin, and organ capsules. The collagen 1A1 gene produces a component of type 1 collagen called the pro-alpha-1 chain. This chain combines with another pro-alpha-1 chain and also with a pro-alpha-2 chain produced by the collagen 1A2 gene to make a molecule of type 1 pro-collagen. These triple-stranded rope-like pro-collagen molecules must be processed by enzymes outside the cell. Once these molecules are processed, they arrange themselves into long, thin fibrils that cross-link to one another in the spaces around cells. The cross-links result in the formation of very strong, mature type 1 collagen fibers. Wang et al. provide a review of the basic science behind nerve healing and the recovery after nerve repair. They note the importance of minimizing additional surgical insult and careful handling of nerve tissue during repair to optimize outcomes. Pertici et al. noted that autologous nerve implantation to bridge a long nerve gap presents the greatest regenerative performance in spite of substantial drawbacks. They were able to show improved nerve-guided regrowth with a type 1 collagen matrix conduit as compared to a conduit made of a mix of type 1 and type 3 collagen. Moving on to the next question, what is the predominant type of collagen found in the nucleus pulposus of the intervertebral disc. And the choices are 1, type 1, 2, type 2, 3, type 5, 4, type 6, and 5, type 12. The correct answer to this question is 2, type 2. So type 1 and type 2 collagen are the predominant types of collagen found in the intervertebral disc. Type 1 collagen is present in the highest concentration in the annulus fibrosus and type 2 collagen in the nucleus pulposus. Type 5 collagen is present in small concentration in the annulus fibrosus. Type 6 collagen is a non-fibrillar short helix collagen found in both the annulus and nucleus. Type 12 is present in the annulus fibrosus only. Moving on to the next question, what percentage of bone weight is collagen? And the choices are 1, 5% to 10%, 2, 20% to 25%, 3, 50% to 60%, 4, 70% to 75%, and 5, 90% to 95%. The correct answer to this question is 2, 20% to 25%. So bone is a composite of both inorganic and organic material. The inorganic component of bone comprises 60% to 70% of the tissue, water accounts for 5% to 8%, and the organic matrix makes up the remainder. Collagen accounts for 90% of the organic component and thus 20% to 25% of bone weight. Collagen accounts for the flexibility of bone. The inorganic component of bone is made primarily of calcium and phosphorus in the analog of hydroxyapatite and other ions including sodium, magnesium, and carbonate. Moving on to the next question, what collagen type is considered the major cartilage collagen representing 90% to 95% of the total? And the choices are 1, type 1, 2, type 2, 
3, type 3, 4, type 9, and 5, type 10. The correct answer to this question is 2, type 2. So the major cartilage collagen is known as type 2. The articular cartilage matrix also contains type 5, type 6, type 9, type 10, and type 11. Collagen 1 is the most abundant form found in tendon and bone, and collagen type 3 is found in smaller quantities in connective tissues. And moving on to the final question, what type of collagen is initially produced during the inflammatory phase of tendon and ligament healing? And the choices are 1, type 1, 2, type 2, 3, type 3, 4, type 4, and 5, type 5. The correct answer to this question is 3, type 3. So tendons and ligaments are primarily composed of type 1 collagen. However, following tendon and ligament injury, type 3 collagen production predominates during the inflammatory and early regenerative phases of healing. During the later regenerative phase, type 1 collagen production is initiated and predominates. That's all for this review about collagen. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.